Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, my beloved brethren, according to the time of your location from where you are watching this. My beloved brethren, today our topic is to testify Yahusha. As members of the assembly of Yahusha, we follow our Lord Yahusha and we bear his precious name. We believe that Yahusha, the Messiah, is the only begotten and beloved son of Yahuwah Abba. He who sacrificed his life and shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. As members of his assembly, it is our responsibility and obligation to give evidence and testify as a witness on his behalf, especially when we reach the year's final days and the beginning of another year, drawing us closer to the end of time. We look forward to his promised return as members of the assembly of Yahusha. In the meantime, while waiting, what should we focus on doing in the years ahead? The answer to this question we find in the book of Acts chapter one, verse three and eight. After his death, Yahusha showed the apostles a lot of convincing evidence that he was alive. For 40 days, he appeared to them and talked with them about the kingdom of God. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes to you. Then you will be my witnesses to testify about me in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So what should we focus on doing in the years ahead? Our focus in the years ahead should be to fulfill the desire of Yahuwah Abba and our Lord Yahusha HaMashiach. And how can we fulfill this desire? We can fulfill this desire by promoting the kingdom of Yahuwah. As members of the assembly of Yahusha, our Lord Yahusha call upon us to be a witness for him. And as witnesses, what must we do? We must do as Yahusha told us. Then, you will be my witnesses to testify about me to the ends of the earth. And also, as members of the assembly, we must give evidence of Yahusha instead of just telling people to have faith in Yahusha. We have to give evidence that Yahusha is who he says he is the Mashiach, or the son of Yahuwah, Abba. For this reason, 
after the resurrection of Yahusha, he spent 40 days speaking to his apostles and giving them evidence about his messiahship and that he was alive. He talked to them and taught them about the kingdom of Yahuwah. The same goes for us as members of the assembly. We have to focus on Yahusha, who testifies about us by promising to give us the Holy Spirit in the years ahead. And what is the evidence that we belong to Yahusha? The evidence that we belong to Yahusha is the gift of the Holy Spirit that Yahusha promised and gave to us. By receiving the Holy Spirit, it becomes our responsibility and obligation to testify and give evidence of Yahusha. That's why we are members of the assembly of Yahusha, to give convincing evidence and testimony about the kingdom of Yahuwah and Yahusha. How can we testify about Yahusha? We find the answer in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verse 10. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Yahusha. Worship God for the testimony of Yahusha is the spirit of prophecy. How can we testify about Yahusha? We can testify about Yahusha by proclaiming all the prophecies written and fulfilled in the Holy Scriptures concerning Yahusha. For this reason, as members of the assembly, we dedicate our time to studying the Old Testament prophecies and providing and proving that the fulfillment of these forecasted prophecies is Yahusha. And who also did testify about Yahusha? The apostles, the first century followers, and those who came after the first advent also testified about Yahusha. So who else must also do this and testify about Yahusha? We, members of the assembly of Yahusha, who come right before the second advent, must also testify about Yahusha. And why must we speak of Yahusha and the fulfilled prophecies? We must speak of Yahusha and the fulfilled prophecies because we also have been testified to by prophecy. The testimony of Yahusha is the spirit of prophecy. What is the warning for those who testify about Yahusha? We find the answer to this question in the book of Revelation chapter 12. Verse 17, and the dragon was wrought with the woman and went to make war 
with the remnant of her seed, which keeps the commandment of God and have the testimony of Yahusha Christ. So what is the warning for those who testify about Yahusha? The remnant of her seed who testified about Yahusha are warned that the dragon, the devil, will make war against them. In every dispensation of time, there will be a small remnant who Yahusha will set, who Yahuwah will set apart. And what is the duty of the small remnants? The small remnants have to obey the commandments of Yahuwah. However, because of obedience to the commandments of Yahuwah, who will try to destroy the small remnants? The dragon, the devil, will try to destroy the remnant of her seed. And how will he do that? He will do that by starting to wage war against the remnants. And what will happen with the remnant of her seed? Only a few of the remnants will survive under the devil's attack. Why do only a few survive the attack of the devil? Only a few survive because their faith wasn't strong enough to resist the lies and deception when tested. So how do we recognize those who remain among the remnant of her seed. Those who remain can be recognized because they obey Yahusha and hold on to his testimony and teachings. What characterizes the work of the devil? We find the answer to this question in the book of Revelation chapter 12, verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last, salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. What characterizes the work of the devil? The work, the devil's work char character reflects that he accuses our brothers and sisters. When we sin, we end up feeling guilty. But the devil will use this opportunity to accuse us before the throne of Yahuwah, Abba, day and night. So what must we do when we sin? When we sin, we must humble ourselves and repent before Yahuwah. We must repent and ask Yahuwah, Abba, for forgiveness. Yahuwah Abba is a merciful and loving Allahim. However, the devil will use all opportunities with all kinds of accusations to try to destroy us. How else does the devil use accusations 
nations to ruin the brethren? For this answer, we have to go to the book of John chapter 8, verse 44. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of all lies. So how else does the devil use accusations to ruin the brethren? The devil will use accusations to ruin the brethren by influencing the brethren to accuse one another. And how does the devil accomplish that? The devil accomplishes this by influencing the brethren to believe the lies and deceptions that they hear from their spiritual leaders. Some spiritual leaders allow themselves to be instruments and spokespersons for the, for the dragon. It is consistent with his character when he lies, for he is a liar and the father of lies. The dragon has always hated the truth because he has no validity. Validity. He has no truth in him. Neither does those who allow themselves to be his puppets. What are the consequences of the lies they do tell the brethren? The consequences of the lies they tell the brethren can even lead to the brethren committing murder. The devil will use lies, deception, and murder to destroy the flock. Those in charge of guiding and leading the flock allow themselves to be used and remain silent out of fear of losing the benefits. They rather obey the rules of their leader and don't complain instead of following and obeying Yahusha, even though they know that the devil is the father of lies, they pretend and teach the brethren to hate one another. My brethren, I thank you for listening up to this point. The remaining part of this lesson will be brought to you by our beloved brother, John. I thank you for listening. My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, as members of the Assembly of Yahushua, it is of course our duty and great responsibility to be witnesses of Yahushua HaMashiach, which means we need to give testimony or provide evidence that Yahushua is indeed the Mashiach, the son of the living God. We do this by proclaiming him as the fulfillment of many prophecies in the Holy Scriptures. This is why we have the BQA, Bible Question and Answer, the BHP, the Bible History Project, and other Bible study lessons, wherein we provide evidence and proof that Yahushua is indeed the son of the living God. We are to testify of our king, Yahushua HaMashiach. However, the more we do this, 
the more angry the devil becomes. And so we have been warned that the devil will seek to destroy the assembly of Yahushua. And so we need to be prepared and we need to know what to do. So how can we preserve and protect the integrity of the assembly of Yahushua, knowing that the devil will do his best to try and destroy our fellowship? Let's continue our studies here in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and the verses 20. Apostle Paul is the one speaking, and he says, For I am afraid that when I come, I won't like what I find, and you won't like my response. I am afraid that I will find quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorderly behavior. What must we do so that we can protect the assembly of Yahushua from the attack of the evil one? We need to make sure we don't engage in the behaviors that Apostle Paul listed here. What are they? Quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander. I want you to take a look at this passage for a while. And look at those behaviors. What do they all have in common? They cause people to hate one another. Isn't that true? When you engage in quarreling and jealousy and anger and selfishness and slander, it makes people attack and destroy and hate one another. When there's hate planted in the assembly, when there's hate planted in the family, what happens to the family or to the assembly? It begins to fall apart. It is destroyed. And this is what the devil wants to do with the assembly. Do you know for how long the devil has tried to destroy the assembly? Ever since its very conception. When Yahushua said, upon this rock, I will build my assembly. The devil wants to destroy the assembly that belongs to Mashiach. This is why in the beginning, what did the devil do? He tried to destroy the assembly by means of persecution, to destroy it from the outside in. But that did not work. You know why? Because when there is a force outside, like persecution, trying to destroy an organization, it causes the people in that organization to bond even more. It did not work. They prevailed because of Mashiach. However, there's an even a better tactic that the devil likes to employ. What is that? Not only does he try to destroy the assembly from the outside in, he will try to destroy the assembly from where? From the inside out. When he can cause the members of the assembly to attack and destroy each other, to hate each other, mission accomplished. That is his clever strategy to destroy the people of Allahim. So we need to be careful. Do not engage in behaviors like this because when we do, do you know what we're doing? We're testifying the devil. We become witnesses of the devil. You don't have to proclaim the devil to become witnesses of the devil. By engaging in behaviors like this, we become witnesses of the devil himself. Do you want to do that? Of course not. Consider the word slander. You know, the name of Satan means adversary. It also means 
slanderer. Do you know what slander is? Slander is to speak lies about other people in order to damage them. This is what the devil likes to do. It is his work to slander, to spread lies about others so that they will be damned. And so when we slander, when we speak negative things about individuals and people, we are witnesses of the devil. We become the proclaimers of the devil. We need to remove slander in our life because it will destroy the assembly of Yahushua. But you know, there is a subtle form of slander that's, that is being passed from house to house like a cancer. Do you know what that is? What is a subtle form of slander? Remember, slander is the work of the devil. There's a subtle form of slander that is undetected. And it doesn't alert individuals to be on guard against it because they easily participate in it, spreading the, the, the cancer, the spiritual cancer to destroy the assembly. You know what that is? Let's find out in the book of Timothy chapter 5 and the verses 13. And if they are on the list, they will, earn, they will learn to be lazy and will spend their time, what does it say? Gossiping from house to house, meddling in other people's business and talking about things they shouldn't. And so what is a subtle form of slander? that is easily passed from house to house. And when it does, it spreads like cancer. It destroys individual lives, families, and groups of people. It is gossip. What makes gossip dangerous? You are not aware. Many people do not consider it a sin before Yahuwah. Isn't that true? I mean, people will confess that they lie, they steal, they hate. But how many people confess, oh, I'm a gossip? <laughs> Not many, because without them even realizing it, they participate in the spread of gossip. This is why we have to be careful. Well, what exactly is gossip? And when we meddle in other people's business, when we talk about things that we shouldn't, and sometimes, actually, a lot of times, Gossip is spread very subtly. They will ask questions like, is it true that so-and-so have an affair? Right? And so even if it's not true, by asking the questions, is it true? You make the connection in your mind, damage has been done, right? Or maybe they will take on the stand of false sympathy. Isn't it too bad that they're getting a divorce, right? And so they're talking about other people's affairs. They're talking about things that they shouldn't in a subtle way, and it gets passed from house to house. What does Apostle Paul say? Apostle Paul says, stop it. We're not supposed to be spreading gossip from house to house. What are we supposed to be spreading from house to house? The truth. The word of Yahuwah, that's what we need to spread. And gossip is spread really fast nowadays because of technology. You got cellular phones, social media, you got Facebook. There's so many ways by which people spread gossip and lies about one another. It's easy to destroy individuals' lives without even lifting a finger. 
right? This is why be careful with the power of speech. It can destroy the lives of people. And Apostle Paul says, stop it. Do not spread gossip from house to house. Those who spread gossip from house to house, they are whose witnesses again? The devil's witnesses. You want to be the devil's witness? No. We get to choose. We can choose to be the witnesses of the devil, or we can choose to be the witnesses of Yahushua. Let us choose to testify of Yahushua, to be his witnesses. Well, how can we powerfully testify about Yahushua without preaching a sermon? Let's read what it says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3, 8 down to 9. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do. And he will bless you for it. How can we powerfully, deeply testify about Yahushua without preaching a sermon? Bible says when we love each other as brothers and sisters. You know, a demonstration of love is worth more than a thousand sermons. Because a demonstration of true love will affect a person who is the recipient of that love in a deep and powerful way. Isn't that true? This is why we need to testify of Yahushua by propagating love, not hate. Remember, we are witnesses of Yahushua. The witnesses of Yahushua, they spread the love. And what is love? How can we show that we love one another? We sympathize with each other. If we sympathize with each other, we don't talk about each other's faults. We don't talk about each other's miseries i mean if you want to talk about a person's fault what do you do you go to him directly right you don't tell other people about the fault if you want to talk about other people's miseries you go to the person involved don't talk to other people about that because that's not sympathizing with them we ought to love one another how else can we show that we love one another when they do evil against us we don't retaliate that's the way of the world, not the way of Abba. What is the way of Abba? The way of Yahushua HaMashiach. Even when evil is done against us, even when we are insulted, we return with a blessing, right? That's love. And when we demonstrate and practice that, we become testifiers. We testify of Yahushua HaMashiach. This is what we need to do in the assembly of Yahushua to demonstrate the power of his love. Why do we testify of Yahushua when we practice love for one another? The book of John 13, 34 down to 35. And now I give you a new commandment, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. If you have love for one another, then everyone will know that you are my disciples. How powerful 
is a demonstration, an expression of true love. True love for one another. The Bible says, Yahusha himself says, by this, people will know that you are my disciples. You want to be a true disciple of Yahushua? It's not enough to receive the baptism. You can receive the baptism all you want. But the true mark of a disciple of Yahushua is right there. Yahushua himself said it. People will know you are my disciples because of your love. This is why the true disciples of Yahushua, they don't find confidence that they are disciples of Yahushua because they have a name card. This is my name card, which proves I am a disciple of Yahushua. I am listed in the registry. This proves that I am a disciple of Yahushua. Do you think? We can convince Yahushua that we are his disciples because we present them a registration form or a registry. Yahushua, I belong to you. Look at the registry. I have a name card. No, Yahushua says, you want to be my disciple? This is how you prove it. This is how you communicate to the world. This is how you testify of me. Remember what Yahushua says, speak of me, not only by speech, but by action. We can testify of Yahushua. One of two ways, by speech, by action. It's best to do it together. When we do it by speech, we share the gospel message, the prophecies about him. And when we do it by action, we demonstrate the love that he showed us. And it's a special kind of love. It's a kind of love Yahusha himself showed us. While we were still sinners, he died for us. That's how much our king loves each and every one of us. And so when we practice that, we in a powerful way testify of our King Yahushua. And we know when we practice this kind of love, the one who will be irritated the most is the devil. The devil, he knows he only has a limited time left. And so what will he do? He will really, really try and defeat and destroy the assembly of Yahushua. And the devil He's not an ordinary being. He has power. He also has many tricks up his sleeve. He's cunning and capable because he has practiced deceit again and again. And he's able to do things that can destroy our lives. And so, brothers and sisters, what must we do so that we can overcome him? Let us rely on the power of love. But, you know, we also need to rely on the power of Yahuwah and Yahusha. We don't have to worry. Yes, we will enter a new year soon. And we know every time we enter a new year, the devil knows his time is getting shorter and shorter. And he will wage war, intensify his work to destroy us. It's a good thing that we are not by ourselves. And there's something that we can place our hope upon so that we can find confidence and hope as we face the future together. What is that? Let's read the final passage of our studies today in the book of John 17, 22 to 23, 25 to 26. The glory which you have given me, I have given to them. I want to pause there. The one speaking here is who? King Yahushua. And he's praying to his father. This was before he ascended to heaven, obviously. And so he's praying to the father. 
And he was very sincere and earnest in his prayer because that's who Yahushua is. He has a heart, a pure heart. And this was before he was facing his crucifixion. And actually, he already finished his crucifixion. He's about to ascend to heaven. And he had a concern because of his love. You see, when you have love for a person, you're concerned about that person, right? And so here's Yahushua. And he says, you have given the glory which you have given me, I have given to them. That they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me. That they may be perfected in unity so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them. Even as you have loved me. O righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you. And these have known that you sent me, and I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. Why should we not be worried at all? Even if the devil will intensify his attack against us and use multiple instruments across the globe to try and destroy us. Because Yahushua has prayed for us. This is a beautiful prayer from the heart and lips of our loving Mashiach. Before he went up to heaven, he wanted to make sure we were properly cared for. And indeed we are. We can rest. In the fact, Yahushua prayed for us, and he prays for us, and he watches us from heaven, sitting at the right hand of Abba. Do you notice what Yahushua mentioned in his prayer? Yahushua says that we who belong to the Father, we who belong to him, that we will receive Yahushua in us and the love of the Father in us. If the love of the Father is with us, and if Yahushua is in us, we no longer have to be afraid about anything. This is why, brothers and sisters in the faith, let us testify of Yahushua, and he will testify of us before the Father to send the Holy Spirit to guard our hearts, to protect us, and to preserve us. We're going to face a new year soon. We don't know what to expect, right? We can expect this in every step we take. Yahushua's watching us because he loves us and he's protecting each one of us and he's praying for each one of us. And so we can be sure, no matter what we face, the love that Yahushua enjoyed from the Father, that love will be in us and Yahushua will be in us. That's all we need. Doesn't matter what the devil will do, we will prevail. By the love of Abba and the love of his beloved son. Let us stand and we shall pray to you. Everlasting Father, Almighty and Most Holy Yahuwah Alahim, we are thankful to you because every day you watch over your people. From heaven, you look at your sons and daughters with a tender heart full of love for us. You watch your people's ways. And even when we stumble and fall because of sin that we commit against you, 
Father, you never grow tired of blessing us, protecting us, and providing for us. You want us to keep the right way. And so you use various instruments that we can remain always looking up to you. Father, as human beings, we are easily distracted. Sometimes by the pleasures of life. Sometimes by the troubles of life. We ask you in the year to come. May we be focused on you, yes. not to be distracted by anything on earth, yes. because you are our joy and our happiness. Amen. Father, we ask that you please protect and bless us from gossip. May you protect us from slander. May you help us that we will not be instruments of the enemy. Instead, we will be your instruments as we testify on behalf of your beloved son, Amen. Yahusha HaMashiach. You have given us the task to proclaim you, to provide evidence for you. This is our great honor. Who are we to speak on your behalf? Who are we to represent you? But you have blessed us with this responsibility. This makes us filled with joy because we will always be connected to you when we proclaim your name, the name of Abba, and we are persecuted for it. We have this wonderful sense of peace that we cannot understand, that gives us joy that wells from within and continues to strengthen our faith. Yahushua, never leave us. We want to be with you. We will walk your path. We know from time to time we must go through tribulation as a way of sharing our suf your suffering. And so we are prepared. Only be with us. For we can live not without you. Always dwell in our homes. Dwell in our hearts. Thank you loving Mashiach. Before you went up to heaven. You prayed for us. What a wonderful prayer that was. We can feel your tender mercy. We can feel how much you love us. Help us to love each other the same way. All those flawed humans. It may be hard for us to completely do that. We ask for your help, but slowly we become more and more like you. The way we express this kind of love that we can proclaim you and testify of you always in our life. Father, please bless your people throughout the world. We take this time to pray to you and ask, heal your people. Bless us with strength. Bless us with health. Restore us individually. Restore our relationships and prepare us for the great day of our salvation. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. For we ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.